Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. And I'm still, I'm still in this zone, right? I'm still talking about dating. Like the past few episodes, I've talked about it, talked about different scenarios. Last week, I talked about mind games that people play when dating. And I'm over it. I'm over all the mind games. I used to be that girl. I used to be on the giving end of the mind games, the receiving end of it. And it is not fun. As an older, wiser woman and as a relationship coach, I tell my clients, first and foremost, to be honest. That's the main thing. Be honest while you're dating. Be real. Be intentional. And so I mentioned in last week's episode that we're going to talk about non-negotiables one day. We're going to talk about deal breakers. So what better time than now? I honestly think that a lot of your life and love experiences shape who you are and shape your values and shape what it is that you really want out of your partner. You might have had plenty of relationships when you were younger, your early 20s. You didn't know what you were doing. You just thought somebody was cute. You wanted to go out, have fun. You had the bad boy. You had the good boy, whatever it was. You had a boy and or a woman, whatever. And you were just living life and having fun and were not so serious maybe about your dating. Or maybe you were, but you just didn't know what to look out for. You didn't know what to watch out for. And maybe you got into some tough situations. I've been there. Maybe you've gotten into some great relationships and just didn't know how to keep those people around because you just didn't know who you were. You didn't know what you really wanted. So I talk to my clients all the time as a relationship coach. I let them know like, hey, dating is really about you. Like this is your partner you're going to be with forever. So you have to be real and you really, really have to be honest about who you are as a person and what you really, truly want. Not what other people think you should have, not who other people think you should be with, not how other people think, oh, your person should look a certain way, make a certain amount of money, uh, work in a certain profession or industry or, you know, do certain things. Like, no one is you. You know yourself. You know the feelings you have. You have your intuition. You know when something is right for you. You know when something is wrong. And you need to start listening to that, especially in the beginning of your dating journey. All right. So if you want to work with me, please be sure to hit me up. Book a free 15 minute consultation on gogirlmovement.org. And today I want to talk about finding your non-negotiables. Okay. Finding out your non-negotiables. And these are things that you just do not compromise on when it comes to dating. Do you know what that is? Like if you want to be married with children and you meet the man who, or a person, right? You meet a person who has every single thing you want, except for that one thing, they don't want to get married or they don't want to have children. Are you willing to say, well, I don't, I don't need to have that, that much. I mean, it's okay. Like I want to be with this person, right? That is you not respecting yourself and being honest and real with yourself and your non-negotiables. So the whole point here is for us to be present and us to really, truly get what 
we want, get the desires of our heart, right? Like you deserve that. You deserve to have the love that you want and everything that you need in your life. You deserve that. So that is a huge compromise. If you want your life to look a certain way, married with children, and someone else says they don't want that, and you're willing to compromise for that person, you'll live with resentment, you'll live with regret, and you'll be very upset at the person and at yourself. It might not end well. You might waste a lot of time. Not even might. You will waste a lot of time because they don't want the same things that you want. You two are not in alignment. So why are you even trying? To pursue it, right? So you're non-negotiables. You want to get this list. You want to figure out what exactly you just will not compromise on. I know one for me I'll share is I was in a previous relationship where, you know, just being an adult relationship was just different for me. Like I've always been in my career and would date on the side. But now when I got to a particular age, aka 30, I was like, okay, let me get serious. Got into a toxic narcissistic relationship and just did not know how to set boundaries. So one of the main things that I needed moving forward after that relationship was I need someone who will respect my boundaries. That is number one for me, like someone who respects my boundaries. Like in the past with that person, if I was tired, if I was sleepy, if I just wanted some me time, and I expressed that, they would get so upset and thinking that I'm cheating on them just because I wanted some time for myself. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, I'm able to just look back and talk about it like whatever now, but maybe you have been in that situation. Maybe you have been in a situation where you wanted some time for yourself to go get your nails and hair done. You wanted to go spend time with your friends, but you had this person who was kind of like suffocating you and wanted all of your time and your energy, and it became so draining to you. Maybe that's in your past. And if that is, then moving forward, one of your non-negotiables may be, I want someone who respects my space, who respects my boundaries, who respects my need for me time, right? If I need space, they respect that. They don't get mad. They don't get in the way of my me time. They don't try to sway me away from doing what I want to do for myself. They're like, okay, great. Go have a great day. You know, even now in a relationship, I'm still the same way. I might go down to the pool by myself because I need some me time. I'll go out with my friends, go get my nails and stuff done. I might have me time just sitting in a living room being unbothered. Um, if I'm writing in my journal, reading a book, anyone else in the house knows like, don't bother me, <laughs> you know, respect my space. So one of my non-negotiables, and that might be one for you, is someone who respects your boundaries. Another one that a lot of people do not compromise on is honesty. Honesty. A lot of people are like, I am not a, a, I'm not dealing with a liar. Okay, that's a deal breaker. Like a deal breaker is you do this, you lie to me, I'm done. So we'll get more into deal breakers maybe next week. But right now we're talking about non-negotiables. So non-negotiables are things that you don't want to compromise on, right? You don't want anyone to compromise pretty much their integrity, honesty. Because to build a very true, loving, healthy relationship requires two people to be very honest with each other, even if it might hurt your feelings, right? It takes a lot of uncomfortable conversations when you decide to do life with someone. And we'll talk about some uncomfortable conversations one day in the future too. Like we have some topics over here now, right? So 
you want someone who is honest with you. And I'm not just saying honest, like, oh, you might look a little too big in an outfit. That's kind of mean, right? But someone who's honest, like, about even your character, like, hey, your tone when you say certain things to me sounds a little disrespectful or I, I feel disrespected when I'm talked to in that way or because there's a difference between being honest and mean. Honest sometimes, like people are going to have their own style. So if you're like, oh, I don't like your outfit. Like, what? Didn't nobody ask you, right? That's kind of mean. But it's about being honest about how you feel about something, right? Hey, I felt disrespected when this happened. Or hey, this bothered me. Or hey, I felt unappreciated when this happened. Like really being honest is a non-negotiable. Like I need to be able to be honest with my feelings, with anything that comes up, the good or the bad. I need to be honest. I want to be some with someone who's also honest with me, right? It is impossible to have a true loving relationship with someone you can't be real with because you're going to be lying to yourself. If you can't be real with them, that means you're not being real with yourself. And that means ultimately you are lying to yourself about some part of the relationship that's really not working for you. And you keep trying to keep it together for whatever reason. It could be for the children. It could be because you're now married. It could be because you've known this person for so long. It's because you're comfortable like any of these factors. And in reality, you're like, oh, it's just this just isn't working. I'm not being real about it. And it's not that you even have to leave the person. It's just about being honest about it. But so that's why I always go back to the dating and the beginning stages of a relationship and getting to know someone. That's the time you should really be comfortable with being very honest. Instead of trying to impress the person, you should impress the person by being as real as possible. Because that's the time if they want to run away because you say, oh, I want to be married with children, let them run away. <laughs> you know? That's the time to be very open in sharing your non-negotiables. And you don't have to say, hey, these are my non-negotiables. Your non-negotiables are your, your core values. That's what you know in your heart that makes you, you. Like another one for me is respect. My non-negotiable is respect. I'm not going to tolerate no disrespect, you know? And if, if something does feel disrespectful, I'm going to share it. And there should be a change after Right. But if I share, I felt disrespected in the person. This is a toxic relationship where the person continues being disrespectful or they mock you or they laugh or they get defensive or deflect or they try to argue with you because you're sharing your feelings. That's toxic. You have to have two people in a relationship that are willing to do the work, grow with each other and both want the relationship to be happy and healthy. So respect is a huge thing for me. I know that to me, respect comes above like love, trust, all that. Like I need respect. Maybe, okay, maybe, okay, maybe it doesn't come above that. It's all on the same line, <laughs> but that's huge for me. But other people could probably, I won't say tolerate disrespect, but if they get disrespected by someone, they'll just disrespect the person too. And then they're just arguing. Like to me, that's just unhealthy. I value my peace so much. Hello, uh, me time and boundaries and one of my space, you know, peace. I value my peace so much that I'm not trying to be arguing with my person, the person I love forever. That brings so much unnecessary stress and drama and it's toxic and it's not good for you, girl. It's not. So respect is a huge one for me. So I'm giving you three of mine pretty much. So 
So someone who respects my boundaries, I guess, you know, respect my boundaries, just respect me as a person and is emotionally intelligent, is sexy as hell. That's one of the things that attracted me to my partner was that I could tell in the beginning of our courtship that, wow, he's very emotionally intelligent because he's very self-aware. He understood some terms such as accountability, stonewalling, like all these different terms. We had determined that, oh, he's been to therapy before. I've been in therapy um, for the past year. I'm done with it now, but I was in therapy for the past year. So like we're, we're both about growth, right? So going to therapy, valuing growth, helps with your emotional intelligence. Your emotional intelligence means you know how to regulate your emotions when times get hard, right? Or you two are not in sync about something. We had a a little situation last week and we talked about it and I thought in my head like, damn, this man is mature as hell, right? But it's the same thing that I liked in the beginning of our courtship that I still like now. It's like, he is mature as hell and it helps me rise up and be more mature and not be all bratty or, you know, overthinking things because we're being very clear and direct with our communication whenever there's even like a minor issue and it doesn't turn into anything even bigger. We pride ourselves in that, that we tackle things immediately so that it doesn't become something bigger. But that's that emotional intelligence. That's us doing the work and being honest, right? expressing our feelings about what we feel, what happened, and what we need moving forward. We value that. And so that's something that's huge to me. With him, it was accountability on our first talk, (laughs) our first little Zoom date. I mentioned that in the past, my communication wasn't the best. So to work on it, I've been reading books and journaling and and following therapists online on social media to get free tips and all this stuff, right? And he was just like, wow. He could tell right then and there, like, oh, I have accountability. And accountability with a, for a woman, is what I've been hearing lately, most men are so attracted to women who hold themselves accountable. And that's what I do with Go Girl. Like, it's about you first. Hold yourselves accountable because if you can do that, that means you're willing to grow, right? That means someone can tell you the truth about yourself and you listen to it, take heed and be like, mm, nah, that doesn't, that doesn't really, that ain't me. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. Like someone tried to call me lazy before. I was like, no, that's definitely not me, right? Or if someone's like, hey, you know, you shut down a lot when I'm trying to communicate with you. And it's like, hmm, let me think about that. Is that true? You know, take your moment. I take my moment. Like, is that true about me? Did I really do that? And I'll determine yay or nay. <laughs> and I'm willing to be like, okay, I did make a mistake. Or, oh, I see what you mean. Or, oh, I didn't know I did that. Because a lot of times in relationships, you're just coming as your individual self with someone else. And you don't know how you're coming off in a relationship until your partner tells you. So you have to be with someone who is honest and who is someone that you trust, that you know they're not being malicious or have ill intent, that they really want the best for you. So they're bringing this to your attention to for you to become better, right? Not so that you can be upset by something. It's not even for you to be better. It's for the relationship to be better, for both of you to be in sync. So emotional intelligence, huge for me. Respect is huge for me and someone who respects my boundaries is huge. 
I realized that for men, also respect. There is a book. My mom actually gave it to me some years ago. Like women need love. Men need respect because men want to feel like they're the man, the man of the house, right? They're the leader. They're a protector. They're the provider. They want to feel that respect. They want to feel that appreciation for all that they're doing, whether it's something small, whether it's something huge. They want to feel appreciated for that. They want to feel respected. They want to be talked to like a man. Now, girls, I know some of y'all like to pop off <laughs> and go off when you're upset. That's where that emotional regulation come in. That's where that emotional intelligence comes comes in. Learning to pause before you're reacting so that you can speak to your man, your king, with love and with honor and with respect instead of putting him down, right? Uh, that'll push anyone away. What if someone was putting you down? No. So respect your man. Even when you don't agree with something, you can still talk to him in a kind, loving way. And if you can't, just don't say anything. I think uh, it was a couple weeks ago. My man mentioned something to me. I didn't say anything. And I told him later, like, look, I didn't have the most loving thoughts when you brought that up. So I just didn't say anything. <laughs> he laughed. He laughed because I could be so real with him. Like, look, I was thinking this, that, da, 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 in my head. Like, I didn't want to say that during the time because I would have been wrong. I did not have loving thoughts. So instead, I chose to be quiet in that moment. But we're so open that he could just laugh at that because he knows, like, damn, like, that's real. So instead of disrespecting him, I just said nothing at all. And then we talked about whatever it was. But men really, really value respect. Men also mainly want to be supported. They want to know that you're not going to nag them about any and everything, about them working too much. They want you to respect their ambition, their hustle. Of course, if it's too, too much and you're not getting that time that you deserve, then of course, just have a little conversation like, babe, you know, I miss you. I see you working hard. I admire that. And I miss you. I would love to spend some time with you this weekend. Can we set aside a few hours and have a date night or just chill and watch this TV show together? You know, bring up some options. But they want to feel supported. I got to give myself props for that little that little spill I just did on how to ask your man for respect. Like, I've come a long way, y'all. I've come a long way. <laughs> Shoot. You know, affirm what he's doing and then on the flip side, say what you need, period. But yes, <laughs> the younger Ashley is so proud of myself. I'm looking up at myself right now like, you go, girl, go, girl. Uh, but yeah, they want to be supported, okay? They want to be someone who appreciates their ambitions, who loves them, who sees how hard they're working for the family. And like I said in, in my spiel, another thing, men want to be affirmed. Right. They like their ego stroked a little bit. So when they do something good, acknowledge that. Say thank you. Appreciate it. Give them a little rub on the arm, a little rub on the back. Thank you, baby. Look at me being awesome. I'm so I'm so soft now. Oh, my gosh. I feel like a simp sometimes. I'm like, I'm, am I a simp? I'm not a simp, though. OK, I'm just I am respected and I'm loved. So now I'm like all soft and resting in my feminine, as they say. But anyway. So yeah, so you just let your man know that that they did something good. You liked whatever they did or fixed around the house, that you were so grateful that they helped you with whatever you were doing 
took time out of their day to, to help you out. You're just, you know, just a small thank you. So some other non-negotiables that you might have are, is, you know, if you're deep into your faith and religion, maybe you need someone who is the same religion as you or like that might be a non-negotiable, right? Or someone who is a few others that I have on my list because like maybe figure out about 10 and then like your top five, like my top three, again, is someone who respects my boundaries, just respect me in general and just is emotionally intelligent. But also like a great communicator or someone who's willing to grow, especially in a long term relationship. You're not going to I'm not the same person I was two years ago. I talk, I, We talk about that often. Like I used to wait for the other shoe to drop like the first six months into my relationship, you know, and now I feel super stable and secure in what we have. But I'm not the same person I was when I first met. I've had a year of therapy since we started dating over two years ago. I've been building my brand a little more. Like I'm just not the same person and neither are you, right? You're always growing. The person you're with is always growing, hopefully. But if you're not growing together, you might be growing apart. So you need to be with someone who's willing to grow. What are they doing in their everyday lives right now to grow? Are they just playing games, video games? Not knocking anyone who does. Are the video games going to make them money? Because if not, what are we doing here, right? So Maybe find someone who is also listening to podcasts or who's also an avid reader or someone who's learning something in some type of way because they're willing to grow. Or are they stagnant? Are they okay with the way life is and just handles whatever comes to them instead of trying to take ownership of their life and, and shape their life the way they want it to be shaped, right? Someone who's willing to grow and not just blame you for everything, Okay, this person might not be able to take accountability if they're always blaming or getting defensive. They're not willing to grow. So how are they going to grow with you when times get tough? How are they going to grow with you? If you're in 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 relationships, one person might be growing and the other person still the same. It's it's tough. That's where it gets tough. So maybe one of your non-negotiables is someone who is willing to grow. Other non-negotiables. If you have children, it's like, hey, my my kids always come first. If you have someone who's pushing to try to see you and you're like, no, I have my child and you're still pushing and pushing. No, it's not going to work. That's a non-negotiable. Like you're spending time with your children. That's what it is. If this person is trying to take you away from your child, only imagine they're going to try to take you away from your family, your friends, yourself. Okay? You don't want to lose yourself. Like when you're dating the early stages, also... Take time to just listen. Take time to just listen. Don't talk so much, especially in the beginning. People tell you who they are. Just talk, just ask questions, keep listening, and determine if they're meeting your non-negotiables. Or determine, like, dang, they got a they got a cute face. I'm attracted, but I'd have to compromise in these areas. That might not be the one for you, sis. That might not be the one for you. Some other non-negotiables might be that you have your own interest, right? My partner likes bike riding and was trying to get me to bike ride. I still haven't gone because I'm like, that's just not my thing. You go out there and enjoy it. I'm going to go to a dance class. <laughs> and, and then we found that, oh, we'll both try this type of dance class together. Or we have our own interests that we like doing together, but we also have our things that we like to do apart. And that's okay. That's what makes us unique. I like to do 
this, you like to do that. Cool. We come together and we'll chat about it. Another non-negotiable, this is one of mine's before moving in, is that maybe you both share responsibility for managing the household, right? Like some women are okay. Don't tell my men. Are okay. Some women are okay with handling everything around the house. They want to clean. They want to wash for the men. They want to cook. Yada, yada. Like that's cool. But child, I would get tired and overwhelmed. I'm going to need help. So a non-negotiable, especially when we discussed moving in together, I started sharing expectations and non-negotiables. And one of them is like, hey, like I'm not a maid. So we'll both need to handle household duties and cooking and stuff. Luckily, he likes to cook, but it's like, this is something I was open about before even moving in. Again, honesty, being honest upfront about the non-negotiables. And a non-negotiable is something that your non-negotiables will be different from your partners. And that's okay, but just know what you need for yourself. So they might not need to spend time with their family like that, but maybe you do. Good communication is another one. Maybe finances, maybe... You need someone who has stable finances. I've been there before where I thought that wasn't a big deal. As I've gotten older, I'm like, "Eh, that's a big deal. But not even so much that. It's more so how does this person spend what they are getting, right? Watch how people are spending what they do have. Other non-negotiables people might have are maybe it's politics. Maybe you're a Democrat. You're like, "Uh, I don't want to date a Republican, right? Maybe a sense of humor. Oh my gosh, if I don't laugh within the first 10 minutes of meeting you, it's not going to work. So non-negotiable, like if they can't make me laugh, it's just not, it's just not going to work, right? I need someone with a sense of humor. Maybe that's you too. And that might sound so small, but imagine going through life, not being able to laugh or crack a joke with someone that you love, right? Or they take things so seriously and you're funny. And it's like, that would just, that would be so irritating. (laughs) I have a huge sense of humor. So that would be so irritating for me. I understand all of it. The sarcasm, the wit, the dry humor, the super animated humor. Like I love all of it. Um, Maybe jealousy is a big thing. You're like, eh, not going to deal with someone who's super jealous. That's a non-negotiable. If you are, that could lead to controlling issues. And we don't want that over here, right? Or maybe it's just someone who has goals. So these are things you could ask early on in a relationship. Hey, what are your five-year goals? What is your plan? Do they have a plan? Oh, my God. So that's the homework for the following week. Uh, I want you to determine your non-negotiables. You can do this by maybe writing out your values. Like, what do you value in life? Is it family, friendship, health, wellness, honesty, love, respect, all those things? Write out those values. And then what does it look like in a relationship for you? Is it, oh, respect, respecting my me time, right? Honesty, even when it's uncomfortable or a family, I need to spend time with my family, like once a month. What about you? You know, like different things that are non-negotiables, non-negotiables, because you want to make sure that when you're in this relationship, you're building this life with this beautiful, amazing person that you met, that you two can meet halfway on things, right? You two can compromise in a healthy way, not compromise what makes you you and makes you unique, but compromise where it's like, I'm not going to bend in this way. And I don't expect you to bend in that way either. So a major, major thing with with me being on my own healing self-love journey is meeting someone who loves themselves. That was huge. Being in previous relationships, you could you can kind of tell when someone's not really loving themselves. They're not like, you know, saying the nicest things about themselves. They're not 
respecting themselves. They're out there scamming, you know, addicted to all kinds of crazy things. It's just unhealthy. They're living an unhealthy lifestyle and that can rub off on you. So you want to be with someone or at least I wanted to be with someone who's I could see that they love themselves. I see that they respect themselves. They respect their time. I mean, they're going to respect me in my time. They don't do like harm to their bodies. They don't, you know, like I was watching all of that. So I needed someone who really loved themselves because then I know this person is capable of loving me. They're confident in who they are. They accept themselves fully. And I know that they would accept me fully because it's true. Like you can't truly, truly love someone else until you love yourself. Okay, so homework, again, non-negotiables, write out what your values, write out how you can bring those values into a relationship, but you are just absolutely not willing to compromise in a relationship, okay? That's your dating assignment. Again, if you need help in these dating streets, I got you. Hit me up on gogirlmovement.org. I would love to work with you. We can talk about more of your dating and relationship goals, all right? Keep up with me also on Instagram, social media, uh, TikTok, all that at I am Ashley Caprice or at Go Girl Movement. Until next time, go girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review and be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.